Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So about that blow up, little fireworks last night with Geraldo again. <laughs> Folks, this is not staged. I get this question a lot when I go, Dan, are these fights with you and Geraldo on Fox? No, they're not. It's not the WWE. Uh, some of you may have missed it. A little bit of that. I'm going to go into that a little bit, but for a reason, not just to relitigate my fight with Geraldo on, on Hannity last night in the Fox News channel. We don't need to relitigate it. You, most of you saw it. Some of you didn't. But I want to bring it up again for a reason, and the point of today's show is going to be this. You know I like narratives and themes. Liberals live in an alternate reality, folks. They just don't know anything, and I have proof for you that they just don't know anything, and what they do know is, in fact, wrong. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Don't let big tech track what you do online. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it today. So I've got that. Um, I've got, again, conclusive proof. Video from Al Sharpton. Video from the Russian Spetsnaz and, uh, and video uh, of Geraldo last night proving my point that liberals live in an alternate universe divorced from reality. Today's show brought to you by Stamps.com. You still going to the post office? You still paying full price for post for postage? Why? Thanks to Stamps.com, you don't have to anymore. Mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It's a must-have for any business, including mine. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, a side hustle, let's see, shop, shipping out orders, or just navigating this hybrid work life, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. No wonder over 1 million businesses choose Stamps.com for their mailing and shipping. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. When your mail's ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's really that simple. With Stamps.com, you get discounts up to 40% off post office rates and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Not to mention, Stamps.com's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com's a no-brainer. Saves you time and money. Stop wasting time. Go to go into the post office. Go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with my promo code, Dan, you get a special offer. Includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com. Click on that microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Dan. That's stamps.com. Promo code Dan. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. All right, Joe, let's go. All aboard! All right. Yeah! <laughs> Yo, I was extremely excited Thanks again, by the way, folks, for all the excitement around my Monday launch. Excitement is building here. It's coming to a crescendo. The Monday launch of my radio show, my first one. You'll be on stations nationwide. Check them out. We'll have a station finder on our website. Donald Trump, uh, President Trump, be our first guest on Monday. So super stoked about that. So, uh, folks, the theme to today's show, because I like themes, ties everything together, is that liberals live in an alternate reality. I mean, I know that's clear. It's certainly not breaking news. They don't really know much, and what they do know happens to be um, false. Folks, that's creating a real problem. It's not a joke. This is not, um, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not trying to be funny, and I'm not just trying to insult liberals for effect. The problem with liberals not knowing anything whether it's on coronavirus, police shootings, Israel, I took down a little list here, the national debt, tax rates, healthcare, gun violence, or whatever, is because liberals don't know anything and are largely ignorant about the facts surrounding these topics, the coronavirus, police shootings, whatever, what they do because they don't know anything 
is they then implement policies based on their lack of knowledge that attack the wrong people and therefore never solve the problem. Does that make sense? So they do things like, because they had to make the coronavirus a political issue and attack Donald Trump, they do things like locking down the economy just to stick it to Trump and stick it to conservatives and stick it to businesses without knowing if these these lockdowns actually work. And now we've seen they've been largely ineffective based on a lot of the data. They enact anti-police policies based on an epidemic, air quotes, of police shooting minority black men in the streets unprovoked. The problem is that's not happening. So instead of solving the problem of why in minority communities there are a lot of police minority interactions, which is a problem. Instead of solving that problem, what do you do? You go after the police instead based on a myth. So being stupid has a price. And the price is paid by you. What does this have to do with my battle with Geraldo last night? Or as my mother-in-law calls him, Geraldo. Because he just doesn't know anything. And he keeps going on the air and saying things that he doesn't know and misinforming people who then believe what he says. That's a problem. He did it on the police issue. Every time there's a police shooting and I'm on the air debating him, not every time, but a lot, unfortunately, a lot of the time, he goes on the air and says something about there are black moms crying because they're, well, you know, losing your child, I would cry too. But what he does is he introduces race into these police use of force incidents when he has no evidence whatsoever that any of the incidents we debate on TV are in fact motivated by racism. So why bring racism into it? The answer is because you want to misinform people. He did it last night in Israel again. As you know, the Palestinian children being killed. Yes, folks, that's a tragedy. No one wants to see a child killed. You'd have to be a maniac. But bringing emotion into it does not solve the problem of why there is a potential war brewing in the Middle East. There's a why. And the why is very simple. Because a terror group called Hamas decided it would be a good idea to launch rockets into Israel. That's why. For those of you who missed it, here's about a minute of my appearance last night with Harold. You know what? Wait, before I get to that, before I get to that, this is important. I don't want to go out of order here because it is critical. We do this the right way. Remember the theme of the show today. Liberals live in an alternate reality that's not real. as real world effects when they do stupid stuff. There's an article at Bongito.com written by resident fact checker Matt Palumbo. Uh, I want you to check it out, please. It'll be in my newsletter today. It's very informative. Survey finds conservative media viewers are more informed than liberals on important topics. Folks, read the article. I'm not going to do the whole thing. It's up at my website, Bongito.com. It's an amazing piece. People who watch Fox News and conservative media know a whole lot more than liberals who watch MSNBC on coronavirus, police shootings, Israel, the national debt, tax rates, health care, and gun violence. We just know more. There are facts. How many people are, are killed with uh, AR-15 rifles every year? Liberals don't know. Conservatives do. What's the percentage of Americans that don't have health care? Liberals don't know. Conservatives do. What's the national debt? Liberals don't know. Conservatives do. How many people have died from coronavirus? Liberals don't know. Conservatives do. You get the point. Because we tune into media outlets to tell the truth. When you tune into people like 
Well, play the Al Sharpton thing. Al Sharpton, Geraldo, and others who don't know anything. It's no wonder that liberals who listen to some of these folks out there are misinformed on the topics. Here's a quick clip of my uh, appearance with him last night on Hannity, Geraldo, where, again, I have to correct his misinformation about what's actually going on in Israel because then liberals will believe it and they'll want to start a war with Israel. Check this out. There are dozens of Palestinian children dead with ammunition provided to Israel by the United or, States without even a demand for a ceasefire. I demand a ceasefire. I demand I, I demand that Israel win the war. Israel needs to win the war against terrorism and terrorists that are firing rockets at their people. Let's Dan Bongino. Let's kill all these, all these children. Dan. Geraldo, you do this every time. It, it, this is such garbage, and I'm really, I'm really getting sick of it. You play this emotional game with the audience and use your position of responsibility to put out misinformation you know, and BS. You did it me, on the punk. police thing. Address the you issue. Did it, uh, do you have the you guts to address the, the issue thing and not again. address it? You, you just, this you is not about yourself, me. Can you? This, you didn't come Ever. on this show you to attack me. You can't control yourself. You came no, on the show to talk about the issue. Because again, do you have a point about the issue? using your position of authority I'm sick of you, Bongino. I'm sick of you. You're a punk. Absolutely. Punk. Outrage. <laughs> Haraldo, let him talk. You're an lunatic. Haraldo, I'm sorry, let him talk. Because you can't go on the air. I'm really? an out-of-control lunatic. Can you calm lunatic. down? Yeah, you really I'm need to calm down. I'm a 10-time Emmy winner Maybe with try deep a experience now. in the Middle sorry, East. Guys, Have you guys, ever even okay. been there? Haraldo, I want to make my point. Again, you see what happens? He goes to the emotional argument right away. It's about the Palestinian children. Doesn't mention the Israeli children that would probably be killed if Israel didn't have the Iron Dome preventing 3,000 somewhat uh, Hamas rockets from destroying Israel. He doesn't mention that at all. He goes right to the emotion. And when you try to correct him on the issue, he goes right to the ad hominem attack. And folks, I don't mind. I'm nobody's victim. I really don't mind at all. Okay? I don't mind. He's allowed to do what he has to do. Let him do his thing. But he goes right to the ad hominem. You're a punk. Starts throwing paper, whatever. Um, and then he said something I didn't catch. He said something like, "I was a. I have ten Emmys. <laughs> oh my Emmys! Oh, what a gosh! I wish I had ten Emmys. <laughs> it's really funny. I have ten Emmys, and I didn't hear him because you have to understand when you're on television." And you're screaming like a lunatic like that. Here's what I hear. You know, Charlie Brown's teacher. That's all I hear. So I don't really hear everything Geraldo says because he's always yelling. So at one point he said, I was a correspondent in the Middle East. I bet, well, you've never been there. I bet you've never been there. Well, this is a text from my, my wife. <laughs> I, I didn't catch till after the appearance. She's watching it live. You better tell him you've been there. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Yes, Geraldo, um, unlike you, who was reporting on the security situation in the Middle East, I was actually doing it. Been to Israel, Jordan, Kuwait, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Northern Africa, Egypt. Yes, I don't need to prove my bona fides to Geraldo, and I wasn't there on vacation. Geraldo was, what, taking pictures or something like that? Geraldo lives in an alternate universe where he feels like if you bring up a situation and you say, well, a listen, a Palestinian child was killed. That's a tragedy. I don't want anybody's children dead. Nobody does. Only savages want that. But you divorce it from the facts of what happened and how this started. You see why liberals are almost 
every time confused about real facts. Now, who's not confused? Who's unconfused? Who's a let me unconfuse you Joe Pesci style? This is a clip from 2014. It's a little while ago. Joan Rivers, who's uh, since passed. But this was Joan Rivers in 2014. So Geraldo, confused, liberal, doesn't know anything on the topic or does and is lying. Um, here's her, uh, Joan Rivers back in 2014. There's two cuts from this. She's confronted by, I think this is a TMZ reporter, whoever it may be, but confronts her at an airport, asks her about the Israel situation. And Joan Rivers, who was a very funny comedian uh, before she passed, Joan Rivers lays into this guy like I've never seen. Check out cut one from this. So I'm trying to get celebrity reactions to what's going on with the Palestinians and Israelis right now. Let me just tell you, if New Jersey were firing rockets into New York, we would wipe them out. I am so bored. We heard they were digging tunnels from New Jersey to New York. We would get rid of Jersey. So I don't want to hear anymore. Oh, we'll do a partial truce. Palestinians, you cannot throw rockets and expect people not to defend themselves. What about the civilian casualty rate? Civilian, then don't put your things in private homes. I'm sorry. Don't don't you dare put weapon stashes in, in, in private homes and then we say get out. Of, of course, we're going to do it. Uh, folks, again, liberals live in a universe that doesn't exist. The reporter, like Geraldo, Palestinian children are being killed. A tragedy, right? Joan Rivers, why are they being killed? Oh, that's right. Because bloodthirsty, savage Hamas terrorists put their rockets in children's facilities and homes so that the Israelis will have to respond to take out the rockets and kill the children. Hamas wants dead. So what? Well, Hamas wants their own children dead? Yes, because they're animals. They want the children dead. Why? So that... People like Geraldo will go on the air and go, Palestinian children are dead. You get it? You see the, you see the loop? Normal, civilized, non-animals engaged in combat do not stick children in front of themselves and go, I dare you to shoot. That's what Hamas does. Because they know when Israel's forced to shoot to defend themselves and their population... Geraldo and others will go on the air and say, oh my gosh, the Palestinian children died. Why did the Palestinian child die? Because the terrorist was holding him up as a bullet shield. Did you miss that? It took a comedian to correct you? This is in 2014, by the way. This isn't new. Joan, obviously, Joan Rivers isn't with us. Here's part two of this. It's better. She loses it on this idiot. Children are being killed because they put the rockets in the kids' homes. Is this hard for you to understand? Here's part two, where she laces into this guy further. This part's great. The reporter cites noted authority on the Middle East. Noted authority. The reporter here cites Selena Gomez. Noted Middle Eastern expert. PhD, MD, MA, MBA, JD, Selena Gomez <laughs> Selena goes. She's a singer, of course. He cites Selena. Go watch Joan Rivers lose it. This is great. Check this out. The response normally is where the, where are the civilians supposed to go? I don't care. They started it. It is. You're all insane. They started it. What are you all saying? They started. It. The Israelis did not throw their. 
for months this has been going on. How do you resolve it? What are you it? supposed to how do? You, how do you resolve it? How do I know? Because I have been over there. That's how I know. And I wish the world would know. And BBC should be ashamed of themselves. And CNN should be ashamed of themselves. And everybody, stop it already. You know, like uh, Dwight Howard tweeted, Free Palestine took you back. Selena Gomez tweeted uh, a pro-Gaza. Oh, oh Selena yeah, Gomez. Oh, yeah, that college grad. <laughs> All right, John, thank you. John, thank oh, you so much. Well, if Selena said that. Then uh, yeah. Rihanna has to take oh, it back. Tell her, let's see if she can spell Palestinian. <laughs> I'll ask her right now. Love you, John. Thanks, John. Have a great day. Where's Joan Rivers when you need her? Where's Joan Rivers when you need her? Folks, this is serious. Like, again, I, I'm... I, Hat t- I forget who showed. Oh, it was Dave Rubin. Hat tip Dave Rubin. I saw on his social media. He put this out there. I don't like that. He found the video. Folks, when liberals live in this alternate reality like Geraldo does, Palestinian children are being killed. Right. Why? Oh, because they're launching terror attacks from their kids' homes? If you don't know that or lie about it to cover it up, you are acting as a Hamas mouthpiece for a terror group. And you are causing real damage and costing real lives in the real world. There is a tangible, touchable, palpable cost to your ignorance or lies. By the way, just quick, this happened during the show. A friend of mine just sent this to me. (laughs) Here it is, Keith. Look at this. (laughs) On my phone. Republicans have pounced on unexpectedly high inflation readings and a disappointing judge report. The Hill, not a joke, right there. Republicans, you don't have to put anything in a post. I just thought I'd bring it. Here he is, back again, Republicans bounce. All right, stick with the theme, Dad, focus. Liberals live in an alternate reality, ladies and gentlemen. I want to go again into the economy, what's going on right now. We have one person who lives, and again, an alternate reality that doesn't exist. I'm going to play a cut I played before, Al Sharpton, and another cut of Kevin O'Leary. Some of you know him as Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank, who lives in the real world on the economy. And how when people like Al Sharpton either lie about the economy or don't know anything, it has real world consequences. Today's show brought to you by MD Hearing Aid. Saying what? And huh, over and over again, MD hearing aid is an FDA-registered digital hearing aid that costs a fraction of what typical hearing aids cost. My dad loves these. These things work like a charm. He has a tough time with his hearing. The average price of a hearing aid in America is over $2,400 a pair. But their Volt Plus model, it's just $299.99 each when you buy a pair. That's nearly 90% less. MD Hearing Aid was founded by an ENT surgeon who saw how many patients needed hearing aids but couldn't afford them. Their sleek design fits so well, no one will ever know you're wearing it. It's rechargeable with battery life that lasts up to 30 hours. The Volt Plus is waterproof and up to three feet of water. You don't need a prescription. You buy it directly from them with audiologists and licensed hearing specialists available seven days a week. So how do they make their hearing aids so affordable? Well, since about 95% of people who need a hearing aid only require a few settings, MD Hearing Aid simplified the need for certain components not needed by most people. Buy with confidence. They have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating, and they offer a 40-day risk-free trial with a 100% money-back guarantee. My dad loved these. loves these. They work great. It's time to reclaim your life from hearing loss. Go to mdhearingaid.com, like Mike Dan. Go to mdhearingaid.com. And use promo code Bongino to get their buy one, get one, $299.99 each offer. Plus, they're adding a free extra charging case, $100 value, just for listeners of the Dan Bongino Show. 
So head to mdhearingaid.com. Use our promo code Bongino, or you can even call them at 1-800-734-9524. That's 1-800-734-9524. Thanks, MD Hearing Aid. So Geraldo lives in an alternate reality. Joan Rivers didn't. Joan Rivers lived in the real world, where if you don't want people, innocent people killed, then don't launch bombs from their houses. Just kind of common sense, folks. Again, more proof that Matt Palumbo's article today is correct, that liberals just don't know anything, and what they know is wrong. Here, I've used this before. I don't want to wear it out. I'm sorry. And I I always base this on audience feedback because the show is for you. If I'm wearing this clip out, let me know. I'm not going to use it that often. But it's so key. It is a clip of John Stossel, used to be a Fox News host. Uh, he was with ABC for a while. Now, John Stossel's a truth teller. And a while back, this is years ago, he interviewed Al Sharpton about tax rates. Again, proving that liberals don't know anything. Listen to this interview, and you'll see how when people like Al Sharpton try to gain power, how their ignorance and stupidity leads them to do things that'll damage not just the Israelis, our national security, but damage our economy, too. Check this clip out. Well, the rich do not pay their share. That's a widespread belief. But do the politicians even know how much of the income tax burden the rich pay now? The top 1% in this country pays very much less than 10%, very much less than 5%. So what's fair? The top 1% should pay 10% of America's income taxes, 20%? No, they should pay somewhere around 15%. They don't pay 5%. Anybody could see that as unequal and unfair. So they should pay 15%, he says. And the richest 1% now pay less than 10%. Then he said less than 5%. But that's so silly because, and I bet most of you don't know this, the IRS says the richest 1% of taxpayers already pay 34%, twice what Sharpton wanted them to pay. The Reverend well, barely reacted when I told him. They're already paying 34%. No, I think that if you deal with the quality of their lives... He quickly the changed the subject. Income, he never would admit really how far do. off he was. <laughs> facts, those, what did I say, those stubborn things, facts. Ladies and gentlemen, the richest 1% of our population already pays, right now I believe it's over 40% of the taxes, between 30 and 40, maybe more. Of the entire tax load. Do you understand how when idiots like Al Sharpton don't know anything and they tell the public who believe them because they don't do their homework, a lot of liberals, conservatives do. We know stuff. Read the article. When they tell people like, do you know the richest 1% Al Sharpton says they pay less than 5%. I got to tell you, they even know, I don't think government taxes are beneficial at all outside of our military and court system. I think you're flushing your money down a toilet bowl. If I hear that, even I'm like, really? The wealthiest 1% of our population only paying 5% of the taxes? That's kind of weird. Not that I'd ever support a tax hike ever, but you could see how, you know, middle-class folks who work for a living be like, gosh, that's unfair. Let's raise taxes on the rich. So what do liberals do? They vote for people like Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, and others that say, that say let's raise taxes on the rich, despite the fact that they're basing their opinions on facts that don't exist. They don't pay 5%. They pay 34% of the taxes. Maybe you should know stuff before you talk about stuff you don't know. Know stuff, then talk about stuff. Don't not know stuff, talk about stuff, and then try to find out what you know later after you didn't know stuff. Here's a guy who actually lives in the real world. Again, the Joan Rivers of this segment, but he's still alive. 
Thankfully, we miss Joan. Here's Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. You may know him. He actually lives on planet Earth, where he's talking to real people in the real world about the economy. And this clip, it's a little long, a little over maybe a minute, minute and a half, but it's worth your time. He's on CNBC, and he's asked about what's hurting this economic recovery right now. And Kevin O'Leary doesn't hold back at all. He's like, hey, guys, I actually talk to people in the real world, not the liberal world, where you guys don't know stuff. And here's what's really going on. Check this out. You know, we now have the benefit of hindsight on all of these government programs. Let's go back to the original TPP program. I was a big supporter of But I realize now 50% of that was 100% wasted. So basically half work and half food. It's a very blunt instrument. And you recall that was basically to keep people employed. The service industry collapsed anyways because they were closed for such a long time. And many of those people now are getting a second wave of checks. These blunt instruments don't work. We're actually sending checks to people that are already employed. Of course, that's a bad idea. But worse off in the service industry where I play and invest and try and help entrepreneurs build businesses with capital at risk, we can't hire anybody because we're competing with whom? The government. The government's competing with us. They're keeping employees away from us. We're fighting with the government. They're now providing a base of employment that we can't compete with as entrepreneurs. How screwed up is that? And when is this going to end? This is a big problem. There's wage inflation everywhere because we have to keep putting out more and more capital. I used to be able to hire, particularly in the digital economy, and I'm suffering this right now. All of this direct consumer that small businesses in America are achieving success with by avoiding retail, for example, and setting up websites and, and trying to cry out to people on social media, acquire customers. That requires skills that we used to pay $56,000 for, the average writer, videographer, editor, web developer. You know what it costs now? $97,000 is the average. That is wage inflation. Why? A, yes, there's a lot of demand for that, but B, a lot of these people aren't really registered as employed. The government's sending them free money every day. It's crazy. It's a huge mistake. And I've heard academics come on the show and say, oh, no, it has no factor. Wrong. It's just not true. I'm living the reality of it, and it's a mess. Let me ask you a serious question. You're given kind of a Sophie's choice here. You only have two people you could pick from to run the country, right? Just say. When it comes to foreign policy, you want Joan Rivers or Geraldo? Assuming Joan was still with us. You want Geraldo, who is concerned about Palestinian children, but seemingly unconcerned that Hamas is getting them killed by using them as human targets. You want him in charge? You want Joan Rivers, who understands the reality. You got a Sophie's Choice in the economy. Who do you want in charge? You want Kevin O'Leary, who's an actual entrepreneur, business owner. Don't know him, never met him in my life. You want him in charge, a business owner, who's seeing the real-world effects of paying people exorbitant amounts of money right now, relatively speaking, to not work. You want him in charge or you want Al Sharpton who wants to tax the rich, rich more despite having no idea what the rich actually pay in tax. Who do, you, who do you want in charge? I'll give you a moment to think about that. You want liberals like Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders who don't know anything or do know and lie to people and that's why liberals are really dumb? Or do you want people grounded in the real world where tough decisions need to be made? Folks, there's an excellent piece about the real world. Another guy who lives in the real world, he writes a number of excellent pieces in the Wall Street Journal, and they're worth your time. And there's one up there today. I want to get through this quick, but it's important. 
Phil Graham, he wrote a piece with Rick Scott. It's called Biden's plans are already hurting the recovery. As anti-production policies take hold, supply and worker shortages appear and inflation looms. Folks, again, liberals who don't live in the real world will tell you modern monetary theory. Please, I'm asking you for a favor. Memorize this term, please. Modern monetary theory, MMT. It is the new liberal buzz term, and in its essence, it means this. It's no more complicated than this. Don't worry. We control the global money supply of the United States. We can print money endlessly, and there'll be almost no side effects whatsoever. That, in essence, is modern monetary theory. It's a leftist lunatic theory. Even some loosey-goosey kind of fake phony rhinos believe in this crap. Folks, that's called counterfeiting in the real world. When the government does it, it's called modern monetary theory. Quantitative easing, there's a number of fancy buzz terms for it. However, in the real world, we realize that if you just print an endless supply of money and that money is going to chase the same amount of goods because we're not producing more, then what's going to happen? Those goods are going to cost more money. Is this complicated? Is anyone in the production team here confused by this? Anyone? Anyone speak now? Joe, good? Key? Everybody's good. Print more money. Don't produce more stuff. Meaning this amount of stuff demands more money because there's more money chasing the same stuff. This isn't hard. But again, because liberals don't know anything, they're like, ah, modern monetary theory. Print away, daddy-o. Well, what's happening? Look at this first screenshot from Phil Graham's piece. The consumer price index in April, which measures inflation, rose by 0.8% or 9.6% annualized. On an annual basis, the inflation rate for the past three months has been 7.2 and 6.2% for the first four months of 2021. The core core inflation rate, excluding food and energy, on an annual basis rose in April by 11%, a rate not exceeded since June of 1982. Remember 1982, folks, where mortgage rates were like 12%? You remember that? It's not like we haven't been here before. Guys, ladies, you know I'm not a big fan of quotes because I think it's lazy. Use your own quotes. But sometimes they're worth it. Bernard Malamud, The Natural, great book. Better than a movie. Book's totally different from the movie, by the way. Ends completely differently. Roy Hobbs, no hero in the book. But Malamud says in the book, remember this quote. We all live two lives, the one we learn from and the one we live after that. The real path to happiness is through suffering. That's a quote. Well, the point of that quote is we all do live two lives. We learn from things we do in our youth and we grow. Why is it that liberals never learn anything? We've tried appeasing terrorists and bloodthirsty savages in the past. What has it done? It's led to world wars, the Holocaust, and, and, and hundreds of millions of people being exterminated by socialism. Liberals are like, hey, we love socialism. Let's bring it back. They killed 100 million people. No worries. We'll fix it this time. Liberals. The, again, the life you'd think they'd learn from, but they never have. You know, we tried that loose on crime Screw the police policy and major cities were bloodbaths in the early 1980s in New York. Liberals, let's try that again. This time we'll fix it. We'll screw the police even more and coddle the criminals, but nothing will happen. But it already did happen in the past. You don't learn from your prior lives because you're dunces. 
He never put the thinking caps on. Hat to Miss Gilfeather. 1980s, we printed a bunch of money, had mass inflation. Mortgages were through the roof. The economy nearly collapsed on us. Liberals, let's try that again. Don't worry, nothing will happen. We'll fix it this time. Are you this stupid? You understand you not knowing anything is costing the rest of us? Our livelihoods? Here's screenshot two from this piece. It's fantastic in the journal. It says, as traditionally understood, inflation is too much money chasing too few goods. <laughs> While it may seem old-fashioned to ask in this brave new world of modern monetary theory, where Joe Biden declared last year that Milton Friedman isn't running the show anymore, is there reason to be concerned that the broad money supply, known as M2, grew by 24.6% over the last year, a post-war high? Should we be concerned about that? Well, that's more than twice the rate it grew in 1978 before inflation reached 13.4% in 1979. And it's almost three times the rate it grew amid the guns and butter spending surge during the Vietnam War. Folks, let me translate that for you. When inflation exploded in the late 70s and early 80s and the price of your life increased, that's what inflation is. For you to live and buy food and medical services, everything. The prices were through the roof. Mortgages were through the roof. Gas was expensive. The money conditions that led to that mass inflation in the 70s and 80s are three times worse right now. Liberals not knowing anything is costing us our livelihoods every day. These, that is why I do this show. I have no I am under no illusion that I'm going to convince dunce liberals that any of this is true because they don't live in the real world. But I am doing my best to convert moderate Democrats and other sane people out there that the sick, perverse ideology they believe in, liberalism, attack the cops, promote socialism, promote high taxes, promote inflationary policies. I am trying to convince them that the things they're recommending have been done before and have led to disaster in the hope, however small, that some of these moderate Democrats and maybe even a sane liberal once in a while say, gosh, I'm not a big fan of that Bongino guy because he's a conservative, but he sounds kind of right on this. You're going to get people killed. I have to get to my third spot, but on the other side of this, I literally mean you are going to get other people killed. We have a Department of Defense leadership right now in our country that are taking our heroic men and women in the military off a cliff, and this is going to lead to disaster. I'm going to show you one of the most disturbing videos I've seen in a long time in a minute. I'm going to show you the difference between the Russian special forces and how they're recruiting their people versus how the new woke leadership at the Department of Defense is treating our military. Disgusting. Stay tuned. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Magic Spoon. An actual box. I always show this because my kids tear into it. They never open the box the right way because they love it. Um, there's a little bit left in here for me. They never leave. And this is Magic Spoon, right? We're all trying to eat better, right? Healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. Magic Spoon is the amazing flavors you love, but it doesn't have the bad stuff. Zero grams of sugar, 13.4 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. 
We've got exciting news. Magic Spoon is delicious. My kids eat the heck out of this stuff. The box doesn't last a day. Magic Spoon's released a super delicious new flavor, birthday cake. Birthday cake Magic Spoon will be available in a special five-pack for a limited time only, so get it now while you can. Or just build your own box. That's what we do. Available flavors to build your own include cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. Nice. Mouthwatering. If you're listening from Canada, Magic Spoon ships there now as well. Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino and grab their new limited edition birthday cake or a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. You will love it. Be sure to use our promo code Bongino at checkout to save $5 off your order. The offer is now good anywhere in the U.S. or Canada, but only when you use our code at checkout. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Bongino and use promo code Bongino to save $5 off. Thanks, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring the episode. We appreciate it. It's good stuff. My kids go crazy over it. I would too, but there's none left when I get there. So, again, liberals live in an alternate reality, and this liberal alternate reality is costing us real-world lives. Socialism's great. Hundreds of millions of people died. Don't worry. We'll fix it. Folks, our military has one job. May I take a point of personal privilege? I hope it's okay. Um, I spent a lot of time in Russia. Oh my gosh, where's Bob Mueller? I'm sure I'll be accused of being a, uh, having a pee-pee tape out there somewhere next. But I spent some time in Russia with the Secret Service. I spent, I spent a good amount of time there. It's actually the country I've been in the longest. And during my time there, I noticed a lot of things about the Russians. One, their economy is far weaker than you could possibly imagine. Again, liberals probably don't know that. They probably think the Russians um, have an economy the size of China's. Actually, it's the size of Italy's, uh, which is you know far smaller than ours. But when you see Russia up close and personal, you realize it is really a semi-third world nation, their economy. It is. Outside of Moscow, it is incredibly poor. But one of the things I did notice about Russia dealing with their FSB and their military because I was there with, uh, on, a, on a law enforcement mission is they're hard. And underestimating your enemy is a catastrophic mistake. They are hard people. They grew up hard. They lived hard. They are hard people. Their FSB they're military. They may not look like bodybuilders or Olympians. But make no mistake, their military is full of stone cold killers when they need to be. That's not celebratory or laudatory. That's just a damn fact, and we better get used to it. The Chinese government and the Russian military are training their militaries to kill us, just like Hamas wants to kill Jews. They will kill us. They train to kill. And if we don't understand the global threat of two countries that can't stand us and our way of life and a military that will kill you at a moment's notice, then you better get the hell out of the Department of Defense. Because the alternate reality you live in where everything's peachy cream and wokeism matters more than a ready military ready to do violence at a moment's notice, then you are going to cost me and my kids our lives in our country one day and it is unacceptable and you need to put in your papers tomorrow and get the hell out and put a different word in there for hell and it begins with an F.
You swore an oath to defend the United States, not to defend liberal wokeism that are going to get people killed. I'm about to show you one of the most disgraceful side-by-sides you've ever seen in your life. Hat Tip Gee picked this out this morning. I'm going to play for you a video. The video first is a Russian recruiting video for their military. Followed up by a recruiting video our Department of Defense thought was a great idea for our military. Folks, you can hear it on audio. Obviously, the beginning's in Russian. So if you're listening on radio to the show, just know this. It is a rough and tumble video showing some serious Russian operators getting ready to do violence like that. And then you'll hear our recruiting video in English, obviously, after that. Check this out. Твоей новой жизни. Что ты знаешь о себе? На что ты способен? Вопросы могут остаться без ответов. Но разве ты узнать себя? Познать границы своих возможностей? К черту границы. А без боя нет победы. Но на самом деле, главный враг это задача выследить врага. Догнать его. Превзойти. Стать лучше, чем он. It begins in California. With a little girl raised by two moms. I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. To marry my other mom. With such powerful role models, I finished high school at the top of my class. And after meeting with an army recruiter, I found it. A way to prove my inner strength. I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone Lord. And I answered my call. I've got goosebumps now for all the wrong reasons. It's not for the reasons you think. It's because emotional self-control in a situation like this is key or you're going to lose the message and the screaming and the yelling. You know, when I went over to Bagram Air Base in my prior line of work, I was doing it in advance for Barack Obama in Afghanistan. Bagram's in Afghanistan for the liberals listening. I will never forget, they brought in a Delta Force operator, and he was going to get, I believe he was going to get the Purple Heart from President Obama. They brought him in personally so he could do it right there in Bagram, which was nice for him to do that. I don't care if he was a Democrat or Republican president honoring our heroes in the military. It's not a political issue. But the Delta guy came in, uh, the Delta operator, forgive me. He came in, and um, he was talking to me, and the military advance... The military advance was a Navy SEAL and the staff advance from the White House, who was, um, you know, not my kind of guy. And the staff advance looks at me and the Delta operator comes in and he has his uh, his rifle, his, his pistol, his sidearm. He's ready. I mean, he's geared up. He's ready to go do what our Delta operators do. Be heroes and kill bad guys. He's not there on a job interview. Folks, have you ever seen that stare? That stone-cold stare? Listen, after, you know, well over 15 years of my life in law enforcement, dealing with intelligence operators, military folks, SWAT operators, police officers, you get used to that stare. This Delta operator was not to be toyed with. Stared right through me. I don't mean it in a mean way. I mean... In an A-B way. This man was all business. And I'll never forget the White House staffer, who was a liberal. Again, 
alternate universe where we can do promo videos talking about equality marches rather than promoting people and our le- the lethality of our military. The staffer looks at me and says, hey, he can't go in there with President Obama with his rifle and pistol on. <laughs> I said, really? You going to tell him that? True story. He looks at the mill aide, the military aide. Let's call him Mike. It says, hey, Mike, um, you need to tell him. Mike looks at him, says the same thing. You tell him. I was a Secret Service agent in the lead. I made that decision. We're not telling him anything. You don't trust this guy in front of the President of the United States with the rifle, then it's all for, then it's all for nothing. It doesn't matter. The whole country fall apart then if we can't trust their finest. He walked in there with his rifle and pistol and got his purple heart. Whatever, and Forgive me, whatever medal he got. It may have been a purple heart. It may have been more. Those are the kind of men and women, the hard men and women right now on the front lines doing violence and things, thank the Lord, you'll never have to do to keep this country from being invaded by savage armies that would kill you in a minute. It's hard men and women like that. Hard men and women who shelve their own emotions and the natural human proclivity to not want to fight, not want to do violence. We don't want to engage in violence. It hurts. It's painful takes an emotional toll. They do this. They take that emotional toll on of having to do violence for you. The overwhelming majority of us, including me, have never served in the military. We've never been asked to do government-sponsored violence on another human being to keep this country safe from others and external threats. That's the hard reality of the world we live in. That sometimes violence is the only way to solve these problems when it comes to these geopolitical affairs. Liberals don't live in that world. They live in a woke world where we're going to talk the Russian army out of it with our talk about equality and human rights marches and, and pink, uh, pink hats, if you know what I mean. That's not the world the Russians live in. That's not the world the Chinese Communist Party lives in. They live in a world of death and violence as the great equalizer. These liberal leaders in charge of the United States right now are going to get people killed. And if you have any doubt about the horrors of having to do government-sponsored violence to another man who represents the army of another country that would like to destroy us, I'll recommend a book for you. It's called On Killing by Dave Grossman. He's a military official who talks about the actual act of teaching people and training them to kill and what it's like and the damage it does inside the people and others. I encourage even the numbnuts liberals listening to this show who don't know anything about anything and what they know is wrong, read that book. And maybe you'll stop pumping out videos about equality marches for our military and start pumping out videos like the Russians did, highlighting the lethality of our military, where the message to foreign governments who will see this kind of stuff is... Don't F with us under any circumstances because that Delta guy who stared right through me will be the guy you're staring at too and you don't want to meet him, rifle or not. We got a country to save. This is no time for dicking around anymore. I'm not even sure I can say that on the radio. Joe, you may have to beep that. I don't know. You know the radio. Nah, I think you're good. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Joe has been turned into my de facto radio consultant, too. He's been doing it a long time. 
All right, uh, let's do this. I need a little breather here. Let me get to my last uh, sponsor. I always appreciate your patience. Great company, again, to keep the show free. But on the other side, I got one more. Hopefully I get to two more here. Another story, again, about how liberals believe nonsense on this pipeline story. Oh, Biden's all about the environment. Get rid of the oil pipelines. Really? Then why is he hooking up the Russians about pipelines? Because liberals are phonies and they don't know anything. Our last sponsor today, our friends at iTarget. Interesting story. My wife took the concealed carry course recently down here in Florida. And one of the instructors recommended this. They had no idea, obviously, who my wife was or that they were a sponsor. What is it? It's iTarget. Many state and local governments have used the coronavirus to trample on the constitutional rights of millions. Simultaneously defunding law enforcement while the mob and dangerous criminals get awful and they roam free. That's why iTarget was invented, to give law-abiding citizens a cost-effective way to train in the safety and privacy of their own homes. No more inconvenient trips to the range, no more expensive practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser round into your firearm, and start training. Folks, it's that simple. Unload your weapon safely, load it with the laser round, emits a laser onto a target. Now when you're dry firing, you see where the rounds would have landed on the target iTarget Pro comes in all major calibers, including 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Today, you can save 10%, plus get free shipping with the offer code DAN. That's a great deal. How do you get this great deal? Go to iTargetPro.com. It's the smartest way for you to practice with your firearm, and it pays for itself in one day. And listen, ammo's expensive now, folks. This is a great way to train. That's the letter I, iTargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com. Use offer code DAN. I get it. Ton of great feedback on this product. iTargetPro.com. Offer code Dan. Get it today. Stay sharp. Stay frosty. Don't be woke. Be ready. <laughs> you like that? iTarget, folks. I love you. Can you throw that in the spot? Please. I want to remember that in the future. Don't be woke. Be ready. What do you think? You like that? Good tagline? <laughs> I like that. Again, sticking with the theme of the show, liberals live in an alternate universe. Like, we got to cancel those gas pipelines in the United States. They're destroying the environment. Okay, so you want us to transport gas via trains and trucks, which pollute more than pipelines. Liberals who don't know anything will be like, hey, yeah, that makes sense. Of course it makes sense. You're an idiot. What's even worse is confused liberals who don't know anything and what they know is wrong really believe Biden gives a damn about the environment banning pipelines when I'm telling you when you ban gas pipelines, they transport the gas and oil via rail and via highway, which pollutes thousands of times more than transporting it via pipeline. I thought you were in it for the environment. I'm sorry you're a fool. Here's an article of the Wall Street Journal today. Biden's gift to Putin on Nord Stream 2. He treats a Russian gas pipeline better than he does Keystone. Wait, wait. If Donald Trump would have done this, granted basically the imprimatur to a Russian pipeline to Germany. Oh, the stories. PP tape part two would have been, he's colluding with the Russian traitor, treasonous, Donald Trump. Do you understand what Joe Biden did yesterday? Well, let's go to the Fox business story first. Maybe it'll make sense to put this all in context. Biden blocked a major pipeline in the United States costing 11,000 U.S. workers high-quality jobs under the guise of he was doing it for the environment when, again, we know that's stupid because pipeline transportation on rail and, and highway is far more polluting. Fox Business. Biden clears way for Russian pipeline after blocking Keystone Pipeline in the United States. Liberals are, are confused by this totally. I thought Trump was the Russian traitor. 
There's a pipeline, so you have a little bit of the backstory. It's called the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. It runs under the seabed directly to Germany, and it bypasses a bunch of uh, countries, a bunch of countries where the pipelines run through now. Those countries get fees for transporting gas from Russia to portions of Europe. Everybody tracking? Very simple. Because the Russians want to threaten people and shut off gas, they like to manipulate that pipeline that runs under some of these countries. By running a pipeline directly to Germany under the Baltic Sea, they can bypass those countries and they don't have to pay those fees. So they can threaten people's by basically threaten them with their gas supply to shut them off without having to worry about intermediate countries and their involvement at all. They can just go right to Germany. Screw over these other countries, go right to Germany. Trump, who I thought was a Russian traitor last time they told us, so no, we don't like that deal. We don't approve this pipeline. You're going to have to deal with those countries the pipelines runs under because you know what? They deserve it and it keeps everybody playing fair. Not Biden. Biden doesn't care one bit. Biden blocked the pipeline in the United States and got you fired if you worked for Keystone and approved the Russian pipeline right to Germany so they can screw over European countries and other former Soviet bloc countries and basically engage, engage in gas terrorism. That's Biden. That's your guy. So not only is he not an environmentalist, I just explained that to you, he's also a Russian stooge. But don't worry, Libs. I know you don't know anything. None of this will penetrate your super thick skulls. You'll still continue to insist, he's an environmentalist, and you'll still continue to insist that Trump's the Russian stooge. It was Trump who blocked the pipeline, you dunces. All right, a couple final stories. They're important, though. I told you I'd keep you updated on Arizona. We had a lot of news to get to today. I told you if they found, remember the missing database in the Arizona election audit? I said to you, because it's a responsible thing to do on this show, and never lie to you, that if they found the database, we would report it. It's not responsible for us to say the, miss, the database was missing. They found it. Again, am I saying that we shouldn't have an explanation? I'm not saying that as to why it may have been deleted, but I owe you the facts. You owe me nothing. I owe you the facts. Here, story, it's just the news. It's in yesterday's newsletter. Arizona election orders. The deleted database was recovered. The ballot chain of custody is still missing. You'll see from this John Solomon, uh, uh, excuse me, Greg Piper piece at John Solomon's site, that apparently uh, this database, they found this master file table confirming that a database directory was deleted. But they were able to recover the deleted files and they don't need anything more from the county, some of the auditors said. So that's good news. We don't want it, folks, nobody wants fraud, okay? We'll see what happened. Why was it deleted? We can get to the bottom. But they did find it. Second quick story here. Soros is back. This is a fascinating story. Just the news. George Soros kicked in $2 million to elect a Mar Maricopa County Sheriff who's now stonewalling the election audit. Don't worry about the screenshot for this one. It pretty much speaks for itself. By the way, we've got a book coming out under my new publishing entity. Yes, we're in the book publishing business now, too. Dan Bongino Enterprises is expanding rapidly. We got a book coming out about Soros. It's going to be quite fascinating. So that's interesting that the Arizona audit, one of the sheriffs who's against the audit, was elected four years ago with money from Soros-associated entities. That's just fascinating. I had to speed through that a little bit because I've got an important story I need to end with. Folks, the most, one of the most dangerous women in America right now and one of the most dangerous in New York by far 
is a woman by the name of Letitia James, the New York Attorney General. Folks, we are in real trouble right now. We are turning into a third world republic overnight. I played for you yesterday, Jason Johnson, going full Cuba, North Korea style, recommending commissions and investigations into lawmakers. Folks, it's happening right now. Donald Trump has become a political target, not a criminal one. Oh, they are telling you he's a criminal target, but this is a political investigation. We are going down a very dangerous path. Here is a video I discovered yesterday of New York Attorney General Letitia James, who basically admits, I want you to listen closely, on kind of a, she thinks it's a little funny video, admits to her friend that she's in office here almost exclusively to target her political enemy in Donald Trump. And nobody on the left seems even remotely concerned that someone with the power to arrest, take away your life, and recommend law enforcement action again, take away your life, your property, everything, is clearly motivated by the fact that her opponent, Donald Trump, because she's a diehard radical leftist lunatic tyrant, that no one on the left seems even remotely interested in saying, hey, listen, is there anything here or are you just investigating this guy because he's a uh, Republican? Check this out. I've always seen people who say, oh, I'm not going to bother to register to vote because my voice doesn't make a difference or I'm just one person. I say one he built his wealth off the backs of New Yorkers. We need to focus on Donald Trump and his abuses. We need to follow his money. We need to find out where he's laundered money. All of those transactions have happened here in New York City. Tell this president and every other individual that no one is above the law. Running for attorney general because I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president. A legal system where even the most powerful in the country cannot use a loophole to evade justice. We must do our job to ensure that the man currently occupying the Oval Office is held accountable to any and everything he has done. Folks, this is one of the most dangerous people in America right now. Remember how justice works. I was on the side of this. We investigate crimes and we search for the people who perpetrated the crimes in a legitimate constitutional republic I thought we lived in. Letitia James, the attorney general from New York, the most dangerous woman in New York right now, one of the most dangerous people in America, is admitting on tape multiple times there, not that she's investigating crimes in search of people, that she's investigating a person, Donald Trump, in search of crimes. You could be next. You will be next if you get a profile and this is allowed to continue. It's an article of the Post Millennial. It's up at BonginoReport.com and in my show notes today. Trump responded yesterday. Good for him. Trump responds to New York criminal investigation by Letitia James and says, quote, there's nothing more corrupt than an investigation in desperate search of a crime. Amen, brother Donald Trump. We don't investigate people in search of crimes. It's the opposite. Folks, we're descending into madness right now. And it's due to liberal search for power and their ignorance on these issues. We are in real trouble. Running out of time to turn it around. It was a heavy show today. All right, thank you for tuning in. Again, my radio show starts on Monday. It'll be 12 noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time. Radio stations all across the country. We have a station finder coming up shortly at Bongino.com. And please subscribe to my Rumble show. It's video. It's free. Just click that subscribe button, rumble.com slash Bongino. We really appreciate it, folks. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.